This is the Oil and Gas Startups Podcast, where we showcase emerging technology and the stories of industry founders, investors, and leaders with your hosts, Jake Corley and Colin McClelland. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Oil and Gas Startups Podcast. Got a really... I say every podcast episode is really exciting because it is. I get excited about every single episode that I do, but this one's going to be a first because we actually have physical equipment in here that we're going to incorporate into the show. So we're going to see how this goes, but we have baselines in the house. They're at Energy Tech Night. So if you're at Energy Tech Night in Houston uh, this year, you might've seen them there. And we have Jade rhymes with today, which I appreciate that. I appreciate that. You can't get it wrong. That helped me out a ton. (laughs) Um, Give us your last name. I'm not going to try to- Ayangade. There you go. I love it. What's that Um, with? Yeah, yeah, I need, I need to. (laughs) (laughs) You got to help us out here, man. (laughs) Ayangade, I am young today. I am young today. Oh, there, there we go, go, man. He's, he's cut go. it down. He's got it. And then, and then we got Jim. Jim Tom. He's got two first names. So. Jim Tom. Got with two first names. What's your middle name, Bobby? Howie. Oh, he's got three. He got three first names. Here's the funny thing about. Here's the funny thing about Jim. This used to be his office when he worked at Corva. So really, yeah, he's yeah. his actual office. No, this is actually, my desk was right there. Wow. So he's getting uh, flashbacks being here in the studio. Wow. So Dude, pretty we'll funny. Have to but... get into that. That's funny. Okay. So real quick, um, give me the forty thousand foot view here on what baselines is and what you guys do. You know, here on the table we have some VR headsets. So um, kind of tell us what, what these are for. Um, I had this perfectly planned out in my head, but it's probably going to go off script. Did you forget right it now? now? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's but, where it goes. But, but again, I, I, I love what you guys do. Um, I, li- I like that your tagline is raising the energy IQ. And we like to think we're raising the visualization IQ, uh, for 3d subsurface models. Um, you know, technology has changed over time. And we're just riding on the coattails of a lot of this technological advances. Um, you mentioned VR headsets, there's cloud computing, there's uh, internet connectivity, we have 5G anywhere, right? And we've just been able to um, to get what we used to do on 2D screens with limitations to scale, trying to understand subsurface models that you know you spend billions and billions of dollars yearly acquiring this data and you're limited to a, a, a pinhole or a pinstripe on a, a on a 2d screen but now with this device is able to look at those models data at scale right and that's very impactful um so Correct me if I'm wrong, because my mind goes to, you put on the VR headset, and yeah. you're going underground. <laughs> you're looking at this, you know, a reservoir. Is that, is like, how do you visualize subsurface data, I guess, is what I'm asking. And I know his probably answer is like, well, let's go, put on the headset. Let's go. Look. Yeah. So I'm a, my background's uh, geophysics and geology, and uh, we, we used to do it was we had rooms just like this with maps yeah. and sections, and we'd put them on the wall. Maps on a wall. Uh-huh. Yep. And we'd all sit in there and argue about what we were going to do. And uh, and then everything, I call this back to the future because I think that's what it is. Um, then the next thing, we digitized everything, right? So Landmark, you have all those companies digitizing all of that data, right? And then what happened? Well, we we forgot about maps and paper. And I remember working at Shell and we had a 36-inch wide plotter. <laughs> 
and Exxon had a 42 inch wide plotter and I was pretty jealous that they'd come to their meetings with bigger plots <laughs> <Yeah>. than me. <laughs> so, but then if you remember, uh, as a geophysicist, you had the best setup in the world. You had two monitors, um, and they had these new video cards on computers where you could put on two monitors. Yeah. Um, and those workstations. I remember that one. You was, remember that? I remember when I, when I first connected two monitors to my computer and I was like, <laughs> you got it. Was, yeah. You got it. So you had the level. future, right? Yeah. I want to make a billion dollars right now. I got two monitors. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember uh, also as a geophysicist versus like an engineer, engineers only got one monitor, right? Because they're looking at boring data. But geophysics data and geolo geological data, you had to look. And we got bigger monitors too, right? You're like, I chose the right career. Yeah. yeah. So because I had the best workstation in the company. So. Um, and then it started, you know, it started from there and it started growing again where we, uh, you know, we made these rooms or big TVs. So, you know, you'd ask yourself, why did we do that? Right. Mm -hmm. Well, the why is because in our brains, we're trying to figure things out. And some people, uh, the fortunate ones can look at these smaller images and imagine what they are. And this is a proven physical fact of human beings yeah. and, uh, and other people can't see it. Yeah. yeah. So then you build the bigger room and they go, you could see their eye. You could see the click the light bulb, the light bulb. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's what you meant. Yeah. I mean, um, humans are visual by yeah, nature. Humans right? are visual. Yeah. And uh, and so we think this takes it to the next level. Right. Because these are cheap. So the combination of what today was saying between, um, you know, Internet technology, cloud technology and these headsets that are driving down the cost of these, like, I don't know, whatever. These things went from fifteen hundred to a thousand dollars. I mean, these are computers that are unbelievable, right? Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, just the cost of technology going down and what that enables across all different industries, yep. right? Both on a software and a hardware yep. um, perspective. And so, before we get on the show, you know, we we're just talking about how we have an Oculus at the house, and you know, just playing ping pong on it. You know, like some simple <laughs> applications. I'm like, this is crazy that I got this for like. 300 bucks or whatever yeah. it is. I mean, it's just wild that um, it's it's that cheap. It changes everything. And uh, remember also that versus your uh, classic little PC workstation, these have gyros on them, yeah. just like your iPhone or iPad. Mm -hmm. um, but that being said, we're a cross-platform. So we know you know, that we can't just take away people's PCs because they'll lose their mind. So I think this is actually interesting the way that you <laughs> frame this up because there's almost like an evolution where it went from very analog, hey, we have maps on a wall to where we went digital, but then the information became fragmented um, in a digital in a digital environment. And so now you guys are like the next evolution of it where hey, it's digital, but now you still have the ability to visualize the whole thing holistically and it's actually kind of funny um you know like our events that we do like our big events it's funny we'll put like 2d drawings of yeah. you know the venues up on a wall kind of feel like a geologist we got our maps yeah. on a wall yeah, yeah. and it's hard to um actually kind of think about the user experience you don't get to see the user experience until the day that event actually happens and you know, we started looking and it was like, yeah, hey, we could uh, create a digital twin of the venue yeah. and, you know, build it out on Unreal Engine, build a, <laughs> yep. like a, a, a 3D version of it and you can just walk around. And so and then you can uh, build objects and then it just becomes yes. like the Sims, right? Yeah. So right. now you can slide these things and, like, and that's like a real thing that we can build for like 15 grand probably. It's not and that expensive. It's not expensive. No. <laughs> so what, what 2D technology or 2D screens did to paper technology, right? Paper we use quite a bit is what? These kind of devices, immersive devices, are doing to 2D screens, right? We still use paper today. It's just an extension that 
it's allowing us to do things that you probably couldn't do before, right? It's allowing you to take things to where you couldn't take it before. Um, it's funny, we're talking about the big events, right? I was, I was actually going to make a joke that you should have called it uh, the standing stand-up energy tech night. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking right now because we're sitting, right? And I can be sitting here uh, looking at the model that someone else has built. Mm-hmm. And they could be in Timbuktu or uh, yeah. New Zealand. And we're walking around the same 3D model or, like you said, your 3D venue, yeah. right? Or digital twin. Uh, actually, one, one person actually did a, took their phone, did a 3D scan of a drill bit and put it in this room just to be able to discuss that with the geological model. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. Team. So, yeah, yeah. People that's don't even know yeah. on iPhones now, right? Those things are high density scanners yeah you can take a image a 3d image on right it's called your some i'm not playing when i said like i kind of we <laughs> did some due diligence on making these models for our events and like one of the companies like yeah well, actually we just scan the venue with our phones oh, yeah. and yes. i was like wow <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah so a guy crazy. at conoco that's what he was doing right <laughs> he was taking his iphone and what had taken days before of like, okay, we ruined this bit. What do we drill through? What happened? Yeah. Right. Oh, I got to phone the guy in Houston that designed the bit or in two days. Yeah. I mean, whatever, when, right? I started, when I started roughnecking and drilling wells in 2010, it was high tech to be able to take a picture of the <laughs> right. bit and then like text it to someone. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. hey, send me some pictures so I can see, you know, right. where the what scarring's happened? at on that tool. What happened? Yeah. And so now imagine that wasn't taking, that long ago. You no, know, now long. imagine taking that yeah. and sending it. You know, 3D cloud, object. a 3D object, yeah. and, and you can now look at it together in 3D. And the other thing is, what's also interesting is in gaming technology, which is what we built our platform on, you can you can see it from a different perspective. You're not forced to see what I'm seeing. Yeah, you can you can walk around the room and go, you know what, your 3D model sucks. You know, I want to look at the well logs, and you could be looking at well logs while the other guy yeah. is looking at something else, which is actually way more natural. Mm-hmm. than being forced yeah. to look at what I want you to see. Yeah. I mean, if you look at it kind of like in a static way of like, you know, screen sharing on Zoom, you know, that's. You only not, get to see what yeah, I want you to see. There's not very much dynamic yeah. uh, interface there. It's like, I'm only looking at what you're sharing. Yep. So let's walk through the, like the actual use cases of like subsurface data. So you're talking about like well logs and things like that. And mm-hmm. then let's compare like the advantages of, of doing that in 3D versus kind of like doing that in 2D. A good one is the UT one, yeah, crop uh, one. It's uh, pretty cool. There's several. That's that's the fascinating thing about this technology because the more we engage with different people, we're finding different use cases that some we didn't even think about. I, I told you about this taking a 3D scan of a drill bit and putting it in a room that has uh, the 3D model. But to to the question on the workflow, right? The way it typically works is you know you acquire the data. It's in a format that is ingestible by different geoscience applications. And and then those then allow you to, depending on your skill set, build 3D representations based on actual data that you can run simulations on or make projections on or whatever. Um, what's very fascinating about the way we do it is 3D modeling is very expensive. Right. I mean, we're, we're not just talking visualization right now. We're, 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 you just mentioned you bought this for 300 bucks. Yeah. Imagine building a Viz room, right? Yeah. That was a million bucks. So you're getting uh, 300 bucks for Viz rooms. Now tack on that 
the geoscience applications that are typically multi-million dollar applications that you have to run on in these newsrooms. Um, and tackle that the 3D models that are expensive to build, right? In other industries, it, it, it's one reason why advancing into uh, the spatial computing or metaverse or uh, immersive technology is very cumbersome for them. It's just the cost of building those 3D models. In this energy sector, we've been building models for, for decades, right? We have this information. We have them stored in databases and applications. And what we just do is build data connectors that allows us to take that data, push it into the cloud, and any of those devices, be it your phone, be it your iPad, be it these devices, to be able to view that data at mm-hmm. scale without being restricted to just the PC yeah. uh, win, uh, screen. So we, we're essentially augmenting or ex- extending PC-based workflows mm-hmm. to be able to incorporate those devices. And that's making people have superpowers. So we have, um, I want to see it. Like, I think that we should, we should take a look at it. Cause we have, this is like first time ever. Like we've never <laughs> actually like, yeah. It must be okay. Like software just like pull up your computer and actually show it to us. We've never done it. It's maybe, it's maybe setting a precedent, <laughs> sure, <laughs> um, sure. but no, I want to, I want to see it. So we're only one, four years in, we're changing the whole show. Got to spice it up. No, you know? I'm happy we could do that. <laughs> so we have uh, two headsets here. Um, you know, one looks like it, it almost looks like it's like a form of night vision goggles. Like it's a yeah, it is. Uh, it is. augmented reality type version. So you can still see through it, but this it is a Microsoft one. I'm so that's Microsoft. Microsoft. I'm yeah. just saying that's what um, it is. And then this model right here is true VR. Um, that's from Meta. This is formerly Facebook. Yeah. Oh, so you guys is, don't build any of the hardware. No, it's, we, you're plugging in. So you guys are the software component. Exactly. Of, these devices. Is so, this okay. just a consumer the shelf. model? Yeah, off the this shelf. One? All of these things are off the shelf. So do you just pull the app for one. that or do you like you do like jailbreak these things no. and just take over? Nope. There's an app. You go to app. the app stores, you okay. download it. You could go to the Apple store today or Android store or the Meta store, Microsoft store, download this thing So it's today. like I have my ping pong game and then I have my subsurface seismic evaluator Precisely. right next to it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. This one's obviously, on the Microsoft one's obviously AR. Is this one VR? VR? It's, they, they call, it's termed mixed but it's truly vr right yeah now is y'all's application prefer one or the other it's going to depend on the user what they feel comfortable with over time and sometimes the use cases uh there are instances where uh, true vr allows you to do certain things that ar wouldn't let you do or experience right like um like imagine going on an outcrop study like ut You, you know you go out so so we think about 3D scans, right? Now imagine drones flying and capturing uh, mm-hmm. images of the outcrops. <clears throat> and it's often very difficult to reconcile what things look like on the surface and the analogs that we're building uh, in the subsurface. And it's often difficult to be able to reconcile those two. Now we're able to do that and you can now experience that at scale, right? So, so imagine means- seeing an outcrop with your model. Yeah. All in the same place. How yeah. do you do that? So, you so, can't do it. Right? Yeah. There's no way you could do it. You have to imagine in your brain, oh, yeah, here's my model. Here's the things. Yeah. And then I'd have to go travel to yeah, someplace, look at an outcrop and imagine here. Oh, yeah, that's what that looks yeah. like. Now, 
I can see everything in one place and, yeah. talk, had and one, talk to other people. We had it. one yeah. executive say, oh, wow, I'm so small next to the seismic. Yeah, <laughs> of course you're small next to the seismic because this is like 10,000 feet of stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's right. yeah. Even though like, like, right? the drilling engineer yeah. scale to life. Huh? Exactly. Imagine yeah. a drilling engineer or somebody that doesn't really know, right? That's, you know, they're trying to explain how difficult this thing is to get this well landed. No, that's And you actually, look at a little tiny screen, you're like, well, how hard is that? You know, now you look at it at scale. And this you're is like, a, this Whoa. is a great point because as y'all are talking about it, you know, I come from the drilling side and you talk about this using your imagination in your head. I mean, this is a skill set that you learn in drilling mm -hmm. wells where you have to sit there and you have to visualize in your head, why is my tool stuck down hole? I'm reading a weight indicator, which is one of my only tools that I have. I'm like, why am I sticking here? You know, and you worked at Corva, you know, all the, all the drilling <laughs> analytics that yep. go into this. And a lot of times you're, when you're a tool hand, you're having to sit there and use your imagination. And, um, it's actually one of my favorite part about the job, to be honest, because you get to make up all kinds of crazy shit in your head. <laughs> um, but, um, what's really, what's fascinating, what you just brought up about the scale thing was, you know, you're drilling this well from the surface and you don't like realize like, you know, how, you know, how thick is this, this, this pay zone? Like yeah. I always imagine it, you know, like, Oh, is it just like, you know, this big and we're just like putting this bit through it. Right. When in reality, you're like, Oh shit. Like how much weight you got, a, you look up there and you think, wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you get to go like down underground and like actually, you know, bring your, your surface knowledge That's right. and your imagination. And I mean, just, in context, you know, in context of being able to like, you know, be out there on a job and be like, Hey, look, I've seen this in a digital environment. This is what's actually happening. And so anyways, uh, that's super cool to me. I just imagine it's like drilling wells and roughnecking with VR headsets out there soon. <laughs> it's funny because I asked that we ask a drilling supervisor, like, yep. is this going to be an issue wearing this? Like, no, fuck no. This, I mean, I don't mind if, if, if it helps me understand what I'm drilling through Yeah, and and be able to better communicate with the geo team. Like, okay, well, the, we got stuck here. We're spending $25,000 an hour just getting stuck here. Well, and frustrated. And frustrated, right? Yeah. If it helps me, you know, so be it. Yeah, they, um, you know, it's funny. I'm sure y'all listened to Mark Zuckerberg's interview on Joe Rogan and they were talking like, a lot of people hate Zuckerberg guy. I actually, we just call him a Zuck. Zuck. Zuck, yeah. You know, I like I like him uh, both as a person and an entrepreneur. But his vision on where VR and AR is going is, um, you know, the thing is, is like, I think it was I think Joe Rogan was asking him like, you know, people bitch about like, oh, you got to put on this like full headset, and it's like, if you understand though, this is going to be yes. minimal. It, like, it already isn't that big of a deal. No. Like, okay, you got to put on a headset to do this, but. With technology, I mean, someday well, it, could be a, point, it could be a contact lens, you know, um, in the future. And I was so, go, just go like we were saying before in uh, um, these things. I was riding rides with them in uh, Universal, uh, Universal Studios. Yeah. That's the new ride. Yeah. The new ride is a, a <laughs> headphones like or uh, phones like this. I was going to point out, I think that's kind of a scam. You pay all this money to go to Universal it's Studios and like, I sit in this chair put on it. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> And the line was two and a half hours. Man, I'm getting in the amusement park business. <laughs> That's what I was, so. But you have to be able to simulate all the. Yeah, yeah. and we've sure. done the same too, right? We know, I mean, these, they're, they're uncomfortable, right? Like anything more than an hour, I would say. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you'll, you'll start getting mad like, and, and stuff like that. But I look at it like this. I would say the same thing. 
when these started, these weren't very convenient, right? Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny. I just made a comment the other day because like, I don't have a ton of videos from when I roughnecked because you think about it when I was roughnecking, we were on iPhone threes. Like they didn't take that good a video. No, no. And, and so I think with the, to your point, these will happen. You'll pop them on. They'll sit next to your desk. You'll yeah, pop them on yeah. when you need it for 15 or 20 or 30 minutes. And as they get better and better, you might wear them a little more or, yeah. or they'll have hybrid models or I don't know. What with geostaring with iPhones today, 15 yeah. years ago when it started, no one thought, right? Yeah. Geostaring today with iPhones. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it, it's, there's like these meditation apps on the Oculus and you yeah. like travel through space and shit. And that's pretty cool. Yeah. And imagine like, ton of people probably just like pop some shrooms and go on these trips on their, <laughs> on their <laughs> Oculus. But yeah, the problem is, is like you start to wear it for a while and yeah. yep. starts to hurt your ears, your head, yep. or even just, you know, eyesight yeah, kind it's of. True. Um, and so, but for, you know, industrial applications, I don't imagine that you're wearing these things for very uh, extended I'll, periods I'll of time. I'll give you a story of, uh, so this lady built uh, a salt model, right? Salt is very expensive. Uh, to drill through for, you know, whatever reason. But she built a 3D model of this because they had to bid on this asset or look at this for bidding on this asset. And she said after she was done building it, now I had to communicate to uh, my team and I had to dumb it down after spending time building this 3D models to a 2D PowerPoint and take snapshots of it. And only 20 minutes just for them to look at this would have would have saved me a ton of time instead of having Days. to go through two hours of presentation in 15 minutes I would have gotten the point of what I was trying to get across. Yeah. So yeah. think about the the uh, productivity uh, benefits, you know, and yeah. that we're not even thinking about 15 minutes versus two hours just to view stuff and present yeah. stuff. Three yeah, days you're stuff. not going to sit with these yeah. and look at a PowerPoint. No. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Why would you do that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the... Um, I haven't really watched any movies on them. I've seen that they started putting some movies on them. I'm like, it kind of sounds miserable to it's do that. It's miserable. Yeah. Like, it's I, stupid. Well, it's like, I don't know, you're fully immersed in like the Titanic. <laughs> but I can tell the you there's other <laughs> stuff that Meta has and Microsoft that is really interesting. Like you can go to concerts and you can walk around. No. And so, you can see like the person singing and actually hear them yeah. as you're moving. Yeah. Changing. Yeah. Spatial the, the, yeah, the ambient spatial yeah. sound yeah. is. Yeah. You know, I, my favorite part about having kids is that you get to see where the future's going. Um, <laughs> and during, uh, I think it was during COVID, they had a uh, Travis Scott concert on Fortnite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that like changed the way that I thought about digital environments because <laughs> seeing how excited my, not just my kids, like I was too, like it was awesome. They also and, made Travis Scott like the size of Godzilla and he's like walking yeah, through all the and people. It's not even and the real sorry. Travis Scott. It's all pre-recorded. It's an yeah. animation, but he's walking around the map and like <laughs> having a concert and all the Fortnite players, like you just get to run around this concert. I was like, this is one of the coolest fucking things I've ever seen. It is. Now you imagine, you know, you bring that into like an actual VR um, environment and there's going to be some cool, cool experiences. So I wanted to actually That's see cool. this thing. Let's, uh, Let's, uh, I'll tell you the story why. I wish Jake would have walked in the play. Jake just, he was sitting here across the table just looking at me like that. I'm like, I feel like I'm I like, interviewing uh, a stormtrooper or something. Over the video. I should look towards the video because yeah. I look like a Daft Punk right now. <laughs> it's, it's like, I just want to intro the podcast. Like, it's just him sitting there with the, with the, <laughs> So, let, let, so let, is this the new MediQuest? Like, you can just buy this one because yeah. it's different than mine. I must oh. have the. It's the, the Pro. 
This okay. is pro. I'm gonna. You can put this on. What's the difference between the regular and the pro? It's lighter. Uh, the computers just like your iPhone. How do you it's adjust lighter. this head strap? Uh, the chip's They have put on more memory. Um, the actual like. The okay, I'm gonna go buy one of these better. on the way home because this is so much. What I hate about the old one is the <laughs> yeah. head strap. Like if this doesn't become your new profile picture. <laughs> <laughs> Take a picture of him right yeah. now. <laughs> What, do you what are you looking at? Um, I was looking at This is a podcast. We need to describe what you're looking at here. So, so oh, but we're, we're streaming to that, right? Yeah, right, we're going to stream to that. Okay. So if you guys are listening to audio and you want to see what's going on, pop over to the video version. It's on YouTube on our website. Oh, wow. I'm looking at... It's a whole, it's a whole new chapter. Of, Can you see the computer screen, Jake? Uh, not yet. No, I can't see it. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is, it's going to take a little bit just to get it. So this is super interesting how... Do you see your hands in there? Yeah. You see your hands? Yeah, I see my hands. They're These blue. These things are even cooler. This one... You want me to fire that? You want to fire that This is so much cooler than mine. These are also interesting because the technology, it's projecting on there, so it's a mixed mm, reality. Okay. You can yeah, project oh. whatever you want on there, so that's but what you he's see everything. Uh, oh, yeah, that's the room that he's So in. he's, as it's turning around, you can see... Oh. Can y'all see me now? What do you want me to talk about? Do you see? Yeah, you can see that's what he's looking at. Yeah. He's in a different room now. So okay. Can you see my, can y'all see the screen? Yeah. Okay. Where's my microphone? So is that, I, I can't see, it's kind of small from here. Is that like a drill string? Yeah. 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 So okay. those are, that's, yeah, well, underground. So I'll, I'll put it up on my phone so you can, okay. you can <laughs> join him in the same room. Which uh, room are you in? Uh, it's it, it's on when you load it, you see it's called Digital Wildcat. Digital okay. DW. So keep in mind, it's the same idea, right? Is that mm -hmm. he can be on that, but if he just says, "Hey, I want to show you something real quick," you could be at the bar on your okay. phone. Hey, just hold on to this. You can be at the bar on your phone, and he can be like, "Oh, okay, I see what uh, you're are talking we, about." Are we looking at the same thing? I can see your hand. <laughs> oh shit! Like you're pointing up at a window. Oh shit! If you move the phone around, you, can see, you see me. You see his avatar. Yeah. Oh, you're a woman. I'm a woman. Today yeah. is a white dude. <laughs> we need to work on our avatars. <laughs> oh, so I can touch these things. Yeah, and move yeah, them around, make them, them around. bigger. And uh, so the way the software is designed, the way we've designed it all is for mining engineers, for anybody that works with this stuff. It's not one big blob. You can turn stuff on and off oh, wow. and say, you know, spin it around, blow it up, turn it on, turn it off, look at core data, look at drill strings, uh, look at posters on the wall of PDFs. Mm -hmm. You can fill the room with anything you want. Just like you would the old drilling rooms. I'm just moving stuff around and I have it's no okay. clue what's happening. Can you, are you seeing him move it around? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm literally watching him. You can see me. Here and turn this thing around. <laughs> I'm over here being stupid. And I don't know what I'm actually doing. Where they're moving um, potentially like wall charts. Yeah. You want to see this? this? Is this bringing it closer to you? Uh, I'm going to be yellow thing on my side. I think I'm looking at the back side of where this is. Where are you? Could be. I can't. I see Jade, but I don't see Jade. Well, it's probably, you're probably still seeing Jake as Jade. Oh, is that? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. okay. I got you. Yeah, then he's right in front of me. 
So I see. Uh, I'm lost in an alternate reality. I thought that was actually today <laughs> in front of me. So that, that there's a thin cold presence too, right? You just feel like, okay, well, is there someone in there with you? So think about what we're doing. Isn't this is what's been used in healthcare? Right? There's a reason why they get an FDA approval to be able to do surgeries on this thing, right? They would have digital twins of human beings before they do surgery on them before for whatever reason and we're just applying this yeah it's a great use case if you think about it surgeons i mean every job is hands-on training right and you don't want to be the guy that's getting hands-on <laughs> training from a surgeon this is super cool this you demo, know my, this my. demo that we're gonna put on our podcast is Here. probably this the is, worst this demo Jake, ever Jake, put, that on. put this baby this is interesting that's so cool did you, you want to see this yeah, yeah. I'll, put, I'll put this on here, put this one. Put this yeah, one. put that one on, and then this uh, is full view. And then you may have to the you tighten it on the back. Oh, it's a cool house. Yeah, we call it the geologist's house. The yeah. geologist. I saw a big it's rock very, over there in the, very in the corner. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but so, but this data, right? This is the data you're looking at is what we spend millions of dollars acquiring and interpreting, right, on yeah. 2D screens. Yeah, and there's there's a need to be able to view things at scale. Get some in. So there's this uh, this story from a healthcare use case where you have a guy looking at a tumor, right? Mm -hmm. And he calls in someone from Australia to look at the same t uh, brain, right? Yeah. And then the guy is walking around it. So Jake can actually get up and walk around just like- I feel like Spider-Man with right? his And so he's, he's, like seeing, <laughs> he's seeing another shadow and said, hey, this might be another tumor, right? Yeah. So he's getting different insights than he would have yeah. from this environment. And we're doing the same thing for subsurface geology. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's what was always interesting about the whole digital twins concept to me, like in refineries and on rigs where- yeah. You know, it's always hard knowing what you have on a physical asset. Like if you're an engineer and you're, you know, thinking about like, hey, how do we, you know, fix this valve on yeah. a series of plumbing? But if you literally have a blueprint of it in this digital environment yep. and you have two people and you, you're not just looking at a static image, but you can actually, you know, walk around, look at it and say, oh, hey, look, we got this butterfly valve over here and this flange and, um, it's pretty cool collaborative. Um, and, and, and that's so the cool. and that's the challenge because when we well before we launched this product, we had several product validation interviews across the globe, right? Mm -hmm. Different, and the one common theme that customers all complained about is, I'm working in a different environment, different data sets. I need to communicate to with the drilling guy. Ultimately, it's always the drilling, <laughs> the drilling folks, right? Try that. And it's pretty cool. There's a Different miscommunication though. there. Yeah. I can't connect. They they don't see what I'm seeing. And and I know, or they say they know, that there have been yeah, so many near misses. Or, it's harder, so it doesn't uh, have as good hand tracking. Or productivity losses. Hey, hold on, guys. We've, we've never had multiple conversations <laughs> going on <laughs> on our podcast oh, before. And it's probably not optimal for... <laughs> oh, sorry, I'll shut up. I'm shutting up. That's my, that's my nice way of telling you to shut up. <laughs> Message received. <laughs> Message. I wish we could see this. That's it's what you wild. get for chaos, right? Yeah. Well, we're going to, yeah. Like Jake said, we're, we're going to put this on our YouTube. So if you want to see, uh, I butchered the presentation. I'm just there doing stupid stuff, trying to grab that, oh, that <laughs> model. But it gets the point across that it's really cool that you get to see, hey, here's where our well is going to land. Here's the rock. And, and that's actual data. That's actual well data with, 
GPS <laughs> coordinates, right? That yeah. actual scale of it. And you're actually looking, looking at it with the true scale of what the seismic, the geophysics guys who ran geophones or boats over oceans and mm-hmm. collected that data. You're looking at it. This is how a well looks relative to that. This is how the uh, geologists who did the interpretation, this is the interpretation they had. And in addition to that, think now think about the collaborative uh, beauty that can happen where you're saying, okay, well, what if this thing falls extended over here or what if we drilled over here? Yeah. Those are the kind of collaborative uh, ahas that we're trying to um, enable with solutions like well, this. Well, then imagine you're thinking, what's that rock like? Yeah. And you say, you have any core data? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the answer is in virtual reality, we have another customer in Argentina that said, hey, can you just bring in this core data and make it look like in photographs and digital imagery, like real core, as opposed to me leaving the rig or going over to the core house or whatever? Yeah. The answer is sure, because it's virtual. Yeah. So I can say, hey, what about that well back there? Didn't we core that thing? What did that look like? Oh, I can see it at scale. Yeah. Right now. You know what I like about it? Pretty cool, right? This is what I like about it. We talk about like the disconnect between like geologists and drilling engineers. And it's always a lot of blame game there. And so- (laughs) Never ends, right? You have your model of like what this thing's supposed to look like. And then after you drill it and you have all your logs and go make another model of, it's like, here's what it was supposed to look like. Here's what it looks like now. And so- That's never going to (laughs) end. The other thing is we're bringing the fight into this environment. So now we're going to set up a uh, octagon inside Inside, inside of the room. Yeah, and you can get in fights. And duke it out. (laughs) We're going to use the new uh, UFC simulator to to battle it out. We actually had a customer- this is another interesting use case. To, but to your point, it's really interesting because these guys got stuck and, um, you know, they went to the geological group and the geological group said, well, look, we've been sending you these images for months now. And the drilling engineer was like, well, I never look at that shit. Yeah. You know, because <laughs> yeah. they think it's garbage, right? Yeah. But the theory is, and we're testing it now, is would devices like this create an environment where people might go look at it as yeah. opposed to ignoring it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Give them more incentive to actually right. look at it. Hey, it's cool. I'm not, yeah. I don't get this PDF. That's yeah. what they're sending up a PDF yeah. of this. So a guy got a PDF in his morning meeting. Yeah. yeah. And you're drilling an $80 so million dollar well. Yeah. I think, um, <laughs> yeah. now what's cool about it too. Um, this is a, um, tangential use case for the technology. Um, not necessarily, um, for you know, sub seismic stuff, but, I was saying about this one job that I did for an operator that I'll leave unnamed, but it was a really, they wanted me to run seven expandable casing patches in one well and cover up all of these perforations. And the problem was they had frac sand coming back Mm -hmm. in and very complex job. And, you know, I gave them a whole procedure. I said, look, this is going to be tedious, but you know, we got to make these clean out runs between every casing patch, like laid it out. It's like, we can do it, but these are the things that are going to happen. And you can communicate that. Like yes. one thing about human communication is it's very inefficient. And it really, this is why AI is scary to me because computers are very efficient when they communicate with each other and we're not. So that's how we end up dying and getting taken over. But, you know, when you're trying to communicate these things um, just on paper, it can be hard to get the point across. And what happened here was, you know, everyone said, yeah, we're doing that. And then they didn't do it. We ended up getting stuck and they jumped this $10 million well. 
Um, but if you had an environment where you can show like, Hey, look, here's the problem and here's how we're going to do it. And you actually show it visually going back to yeah. humans are visual learners and that's how, um, information sticks with us. You just start to see what's happening down hole. And that's like really cool to me because, you know, like I said, it's real. Yeah, and it was so natural to- for you to interact with that. You didn't need a special software. Like you, you don't have to learn it. Yeah. It was very natural for you to interact. Yeah. Now think, think about the benefits of that too. I mean, I, I think about like a subject matter expert who has to review different for whatever reason, whether it is drilling uh, procedure or uh, a fracking, fracking procedure or even modeling procedures, right? Yeah. You have to travel to all those places mm-hmm. to be there to see, to see it because you're making multi-million dollar decisions mm-hmm. on this. Now you could say, hey, before I travel, let's, let's check this thing out before. Just right? chilling on the couch. It's just, it's just, so think about it. Uh, yeah, the Gulf I know. of Mexico. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> so you're, you're saving just, uh, there's the efficiencies you're getting. You're saving on travel costs. You're saving on the time. I mean, travel, you, you can actually, we should even start an offset, carbon offset business now. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> yes, that's awesome. Current goods, there you go. He said he's got a business model here. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but so think about that. So even if you saved one trip or even two trips in a year, right? That's, that's material enough. Yeah. Right? That's my, and if, if you save one trip already, you've paid for the software. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. So let's go a step further because Colin's talking about AI. We, our entire team uses ChatGPT now. Yeah. And like a couple of weeks ago, I did like six months worth of work in about three days. Yeah. It's absolutely <laughs> nuts. What are the implications either for you or for your clients and stuff with, you've got the AR VR, but yeah. now layering in that. I, like I love where it. Do you, where do you see that? <laughs> where do you see I, this I, going? I, I love it because, I mean, I could go on and on, but if, I mean, so think about, so right now you could have a, what we call a 3D story or 3D presentation. Uh, in this environment, right? So for an executive, right, who wanted to understand how you plan to develop an asset, right? You could curate it and say, okay, here we drill the wells. This is what the wells look like. Uh, we log the cores from offset wells. This is what the cores look like. You tie the story. This is what the model. And the executive or the manager is walking through it step by step. All they'd have to learn how to do is click left or right. Right, mm-hmm. but he's seeing everything uh, in 3D. Now think about enabling that with AI. And we'll say, yes. okay, well, uh, <laughs> what if? What if? Mm-hmm. Um, can you go back and rerun this, or can can you show me a plot of? Okay, they show me a plot over here in this scenario. Uh, you're talking to this AI avatar, <laughs> and tells you, okay, well, plot this instead. Plot this instead. Mm. So it's, it unlocks so much that we're not we're still at the tip of the iceberg right now. Yeah. But in the old days. Yeah. You go to those meetings and I'll go back to my maps. Yeah. You go back and say, okay, let's meet again next week. Next week. <laughs> yeah. After I do my plots, after I clean the ink cartridges, <laughs> you know, it's, you know uh, and then I'll come back with all my plots and hopefully we'll get all those same people in the room of the decision yeah. makers and we'll represent those well plans. It's yeah. weeks and weeks and yeah. it's, it's the same story. It's uh-huh. weeks of time in hours. It's funny. You guys will appreciate this story, but um, we're working with uh, AEPG on the image conference and going to help them out there. And uh, me and uh, Sydney, um, who's our events manager, got on a call with them and uh, we're talking to, uh, shout out to Lisa over at Hillcorp. And 
we're on a Zoom call with her and in the background, she's got all of her maps on the wall. And after we got off the call, I told Sydney, I was like, that's how you know she's a geologist. She has, <laughs> she has the maps on the wall. You got so, the maps. Yeah, I was like the quintessential <laughs> geologist right there. So anyways, this is, uh, this is super cool. You know, maybe, uh, maybe in the future when you have calls with geologists and geophysicists, they'll just have their, but imagine, yeah, just have their headset well, behind them. Right. Yeah. Hey, what if I, um, you know, change the inclination to this, right? And do these four things. I mean, in theory, Boom. if you just had all the data for your entire company ever trained the model, like, could you get, could you get ChatGPT to drill a well for you successfully? I, I don't know why you couldn't. Yeah. The answer is, well, I just at, a great least, YouTube video. at least at a minimum, I don't think you'll ever get rid of humans because I think humans are pretty. Yeah. But I, but what I do think is this could give humans insights very quickly yeah. that they never could do before. They it, couldn't, they can't run all those scenarios because they don't have time. I mean, yeah. think about how you've been using it, right? And maybe some of the benefits you've already seen and maybe things that you you wouldn't have thought of doing. So it's probably allowing you to do certain things that you initially thought were counterintuitive. Yeah. 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 And, and I don't care whether yeah. you here's go. Here's what's cool about GPT is that even just assume that I know, like I know the the subject matter and I know what I want. GPT can put it together and write it faster than I could physically type, type that out it on paper. Yeah. yeah that, and that's what's weird to yeah. me. Yeah. Is that so even, imagine it's giving you back time. That's yeah, what I, yeah, and yeah. how you spend that time, yeah. you can run more models. You can go to the bar. You can go, I don't, it doesn't matter to me. I think these technologies give human back so time. So I'll give a little bit of insight how we've been using it, you know, to you guys and the people that listen to the show, but you know, used to me and Jake could sit down and write out our show notes, you know, <laughs> try to remember what we talked about and write the show notes. Now, um, GPT transcribes it for us. Say, Hey, yeah. type up a one paragraph summary on what the show is. Hey, I want to know the five main talking points. Boom. Here's the five main talking points. <laughs> hey, point three. Will you make me a Twitter thread? Um, elaborating on that. Will you write me a 120 <laughs> second amazing. TikTok script on that point? I, I, and it's I love, crazy. I love it because love when we met at, so cool. uh, the energy tech night, you said how you were outsourcing so many things because you wanted more time back to yourself, yeah. even your emails. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right now, think about the implication of what you just said in terms of your own your own work. Yeah. Allowing you to do difficult, impossible, and even expensive tasks so easily. And this and technology is also doing the same thing for a lot of visual people. You know, the right? thing is, is it allows you to put your energy in the high value things that precisely. actually precisely. matter, precisely. right? Yeah, precisely. And when you look at energy companies historically. Um, oil and gas companies have had a problem with, um, you know, you just have this talent density in-house of super technical, super smart people and 80% of their time is spent on administrative type yeah. task, right? Instead of actually thinking about the problems yeah. at hand. And so you use this type of technology, you use uh, machine learning, and now it allows you to mm -hmm. scale and yeah take care of the administrative well, stuff so you can uh, focus on the important work. Our tagline is have fun with it too, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, this is way more fun <laughs> than staring at a computer screen. Yeah. I mean, it is. Yeah, no, 100%. So yeah. for me too, is yeah. like, what's your job look like, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. The reason that we, one of the reasons we started and have dr are driving this company is I want people to have fun at their work. I mean, I, I'm old and I, I didn't have a lot of fun. Well, think about um, attracting talent to the industry, right? Absolutely. Do, do these young kids want to come in and stare at maps on a wall or do you want to put a headset on? I mean, they're already yeah. used to this. They're riding yeah, uh, yeah. amazing rides, uh, universal rides. And, no, it's funny. Uh, yeah, you mentioned on my couch Fortnite, and I look Fortnite. over my kids over in the living room just off yep. in his own universe. <laughs> like, I'm like, what are, you, what are you doing with your hands over there? <laughs> what are you reaching for? So 
Anyways, you know, I'm sure that you guys are going to get lots of inquiries uh, from this episode. You know, if someone's listening and they want to check this out, they want to talk to you guys, uh, where can they find y'all? Do you have a website? Um, Website BaselineZ.com. You can download the album on any platform for free. Awesome. Cool. So, yeah, um, you guys can go uh, check out some sub some subsurface seismic data and then you can catch a game of ping pong with me and yep. Uh, yep. catch a smoke. So <laughs> guys, I appreciate y'all coming on the show. Appreciate you bringing this in here. This actually turned out way cooler than uh, I would have imagined. So I appreciate y'all showing it. Just gave a lot more context. To what you guys are actually, everything. Yeah, yeah, thank yeah, you for guys. sure. You guys are great. smart. You know what you're doing. So <laughs> if you enjoyed this show, please share it with a friend, uh, share it on uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, and leave us a review give us some feedback let's let us know what you thought of this episode we will catch y'all next week